Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1087. We have the ability to live the American dream. Do whatever makes you happy in life. And we want to spread that message to everyone else. Seize your opportunities. Do what you love. And if you're happy, if you're happy, that's success. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Dave Sparks and Dave Kiley, better known as the Diesel Brothers. So Dave's, Dave and Dave, are you guys buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Five-point harness. All right. Dave Sparks, known as Heavy D, and Dave Kiley, known as Diesel Dave, run diesel sellers in Woods Cross, Utah. You'll also recognize these guys from Discovery Channel's Diesel Brothers TV show. They are two entrepreneurs who love the outdoors and building 4x4 trucks and Jeeps. But their builds aren't your average everyday truck builds. These are really big, badass diesel trucks that will blow you away. Diesel Sellers is a haven for diesel fanatics everywhere, and they sell you everything from accessories gear to full-blown off-road trucks. Their motto is, let diesel freedom ring. I love it. The Diesel Brothers TV show is filled with cool builds and shenanigans that will take you on a wild ride. So guys, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business and uh, your obvious passion for big trucks? And we're going to kind of start the show off here with uh, Heavy D. Yeah, so uh, obviously what we're known for is trucks, right? That's our business. That's what we've got the TV show about. And that's what the world has kind of come to know us for. But there's so much more to us than just trucks. We are interested, intrigued, fascinated, motivated by any sort of vehicle. If it's got an engine or if it has a way to propel us to do something fun, then we are interested in it. And that means aircraft. That means boats. That means power sports toys, motorcycles, four-wheelers, UTVs. And, you know, those are also vehicles that we experiment, play with, and build outside of just building big monster trucks. So we do trucks, but we do everything and anything that interests us. Whoa. How about you, Diesel Dave? What's your passion here? And I think uh, as we get into this, I'll have to warn everybody, I think I know who the crazy side of this business is. <laughs> well, it can't be me that you're referring to. <laughs> because we found our passion and what we love. We have the mentality to pay it forward. So our whole business is focused around giving a truck that we build away to one of our customers or one of our followers. It's just, we want to spread that diesel love throughout that diesel freedom ring. Like you said, spread the diesel love. Yeah, Uh, it's great. I love what you guys are doing. And you kind of answered my next question. I asked all my guests for a mantra or or a success quote uh, in your business and in your life. And this uh, quote that you guys have shared with me, let diesel freedom ring is pretty darn cool. I'd love for you to elaborate on that a little bit and how you've integrated that into what you do for your business. So uh, we'll start with you, uh, Heavy D. You know, for me, the let diesel freedom ring has two different meanings. Uh, Obviously, to us, the freedom of being able to build any sort of vehicle that we can imagine, that's freedom to us. You know, building vehicles that allow us to do things that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do. And a good example of that is we just got done building a monster school bus that allowed us to travel 
you know, to a secluded island in the middle of the Great Salt Lake that otherwise is pretty much not able to be accessed by any sort of vehicle. And in the past, it's only been accessible by air. So for us, the freedom to be able to roam God's green earth with these crazy creatures, uh, these crazy inventions, these crazy vehicles, that's a big, for us, a, a huge amount of freedom. And then obviously the other side of that is, you know, we live in a free country and we're very patriotic and very proud to live in a country where we can do this sort of stuff kind of unbridled. We've got the ability to build our business as big or as small as we want. And that's the beauty of living in the United States. And so obviously for us, our freedom here is very important. So it kind of plays on both of those, uh, you know, very strong beliefs that we have. Amen to you, brother. I believe that is absolutely true. It's a great thing about the United States of America. And how about you, Diesel Dave? What does that slogan really mean for you? Kind of like how Heavy D said, we have the ability to live the American dream. Do whatever makes you happy in life. And we want to spread that message to everyone else. These your opportunities. Do what you love. And if you're happy, if you're happy, that's success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. It's a great slogan. Well, I'd love to go back in time a little bit with you guys individually and talk about your passion for cars and trucks and anything that moves, as you've so eloquently put it. I'd love for you to share a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car guy. So I'm going to start with you, Heavy D. I knew I was a, a car guy. I don't even know if I want to say a car guy. I knew I was into motors and engines and vehicles when I was seven or eight years old. My grandpa had a, uh, a farm. And on that farm, he had a little uh, Ford 8N tractor. And one day, he, he, you know, I used to ride on his lap on it. And then one day, he got off and said, all right, Dave, keep turning over the field. And so I was left on the tractor with a <laughs> disc behind it, you know, to my own devices to, to learn how to, you know, he had taught me the controls and stuff. But it was the most incredible feeling when I ran that piece of equipment by myself. I was, I think that was the first moment of my life that I experienced true freedom. I felt like I was literally king of the world. I felt like I could move the world with that little uh, four-cylinder tractor. And from yeah. there on, it literally was just in my blood. It was part of me. It's all I talked about, all I thought about. All I wanted to do was go to Grandpa's and run that tractor. Obviously, it's just kind of either you could call it escalated or spiraled out of control since then, but it's, it's grown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, you got that little taste of freedom, man. That's, that's what it's all about. It's like the first time you get in a car and you get your driver's license, you get to leave home and kind of go anywhere you want. I mean, there's nothing, that adrenaline kick is nothing like, uh, like you've ever felt before. How about you, Diesel Dave? Take us back in time to that, uh, that first pivotal moment when you knew you were a truck guy, a car guy, bike guy, whatever it might have been. Mine all started with a 1972 Kawasaki 100. It was leaned up against nice. the barn of my neighbor's house, just run down, didn't work. And my neighbors came to me. I think I was 12, around 12. It took me a little bit longer than Heavy D to, to find my passion, but I found it. Wheeled that bike home, and I had to rebuild the carburetor. But if you would have asked me back then, I rebuilt the entire motor and built it from the ground up. That's what it felt like I was yeah. doing. And I got that bike to run again, which, I mean, the feeling of getting something that doesn't work to work again is a pretty phenomenal feeling. And then to be able to get on oh, that yeah. motorcycle and drive straight up the mountain by my house and experience that freedom was just something I never wanted to miss out on again. Yeah, what fun. I rode bikes when I was a kid, too. And ah, 
I loved it. We used to go camping in Mexico, and there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle up and down a beach when you're 12 years old, 13 years old. I mean, it just, I felt like I was king of the road. What fun. Well, let's take a look at the many roads you guys have driven down and talk about a huge challenge or a big failure. Now, you're both entrepreneurs. I love the story of how you guys met. You decided to go into business together and create a business. Well, that is fraught with ups and downs. So I would love for each of you to take me through a time period that was a big, big challenge for you, something that really kind of pushed you back on your heels. But tell us how that experience taught you something and helped you move forward in your career. So uh, again, we'll start with uh, Heavy D. Walk us through one of those stories. Nothing specific as far as you're not referring to any specific uh, uh, moment, just anything that you feel like has been a, a big pivotal moment for my career. I think the key thing here is everybody goes through challenges. And when you when you get into a specific moment, I think it's great because everybody has dealt with something. No doubt, running a business is hard work. Building a business is hard work. Even operating a TV show and, and adding that to the whole mix is really challenging with your time. So take us to one of those moments specifically. Yeah, walk us through it. Tell us how painful it was, but tell us how you came out the other side in a positive way. Yeah, definitely. I, I will tell you probably the most pivotal moment of, you know, the last, let's call it 10 or 12 years and kind of what changed the course of, of mine and Dave's future and, and really molded the direction that we are headed today. And that was when, um, I want to say this was 2000, 2010, 2011, maybe we were mm-hmm. just kind of trying to figure out what our business model was. We were uh, back then doing uh, excavation. We, we ran, you know, a couple pieces of small equipment, um, excavators and, and skid loaders, and we were building rock walls and waterfalls. And that was kind of my background for a long time. My family was in construction and I learned all about it. And we had a great time creating these, you know, these really unique landscape features. And one day, you know, Diesel Dave and I took on a job that was it was probably the biggest one we'd ever taken on. And and that's the thing about the excavating and construction world is you continue to take on bigger and bigger and bigger and you, you you bite, you know, bigger chunks of the apple each time. And this project we took on was demolishing or demolishing a uh, foundation of a house. Yeah, this is the house. same story I was going to share. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so good, it, good. Yeah. The equal pain here. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm telling you, this was a big moment for us because uh, at this Huge. time we used to make, we were lucky to make three, four, five hundred bucks on a job, and that was total profit. And you know, a job could take us two days to a week, and so uh, you know, we had to cut our margins, and we had to cut our costs to be able to have any sort of margin. And this this project was so big that, uh, long story short, we went out and rented a bigger excavator than we had ever used, and we took it down to the job, and we were you know just kicking butt, knocking this thing out, moving along pretty good. The foundation was fighting us as we were beating it out, but it, it ended up you know getting to the point where we were 90% done in order to demolish the the foundation walls. We got to a thicker side of the, of the project where the walls, you know, went from, I think eight inches to maybe 10 inches thick. And the way we were hitting them, we were hitting them with a side stroke of the boom. And cause that was the only way we could get enough momentum to break the concrete in my head feel like it was probably the last stroke that we had to take for the day. We hit that foundation so hard that it twisted the entire boom of that tractor. And that was a, Oh no! Uh, I'll bet you it was a seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollar track hoe that we had rented, and you know the project maybe had a built-in a built-in profit of at the most maybe five hundred to a thousand dollars, and so this damage yeah, to the boom was, yeah. was obviously huge, and we didn't have any sort of insurance, we didn't have anything in place that said, oh yeah, this is no big deal. To us, this was the end of the world, 
we took that tractor, we hauled it back to the shop and, and we realized that, you know, at that time we didn't necessarily have the welders or the, the, the um, skills to be able to fix it like we do now. And so we took it to a, another shop that, you know, tried to do some work on it and they didn't end up, they didn't fix it right. And the rental company came after us and said, Hey, you got to fix this thing and you got to make it right. And it ended up kind of yeah. making us close the doors to that little excavation business and figure out another way to make money because we had no ability to rent equipment anymore. All of our capital had, you know, vanished into thin air and we had to kind of pivot and decide, is this something that we want to do or do we need to figure out another way to make money? And it wasn't even a decision that we, that we like were able to consciously make. We weren't able to say, Oh yeah, you know what? We're going to change direction and go, go here. We said, how are we going to eat tomorrow? How are we going to you know, pay the bills? How are we going to pay for our truck? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to buy and sell some equipment. And so, um, we, we took, you know, a couple pieces of equipment that we had at the time, refurbished it, turned around and sold it. And that money basically turned into the snowball that you're looking at today, which is, you know, our massive, you know, rebuilding business. But I'm telling you, it was terrifying. Well, no kidding. And you know, what you did there is your classic business pivot, but you didn't even know you were pivoting at the time. No, you don't I think you were, it was more like, yeah, you're just going, holy cow, how are we going to do this? So Diesel Dave, Uh, Going through that process, which was horrifying at the time, I can't even imagine, and I appreciate you taking us to a really painful time, but did you ever imagine that that move, that decision would lead you to where you are today? No. Well, I don't know if I ever really imagined myself where we are today. It was almost like that that door closed on that business and a window of opportunities opened right by us where Dave, being the hustler that he is, Ended up starting a dealership, called me up. He knew I wasn't afraid of work. With with our, let's say, work ethic, being able to work hard in his brain, we knew we weren't ever going to fail at anything. We were we were always going to find a way to eat, find a way to make money. It was more just yeah, staying on the grind, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Up. You know, it's it's an awesome story. It's an awesome success story that. At the time, is horrifying, and you never really know. But my takeaway from that story you guys shared is always be looking for, as you said, uh, Diesel Dave, that window of opportunity that just slivers open, that little bit of daylight that comes in that goes, hey, here's another place you can go, another thing you can do. And that leads me to my next question, guys, and that has to do with shifting gears and going to the other end of the spectrum. And that's an aha moment in your career. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about your TV show and Discovery, of course, but is that one of those uh, times when the headlights kind of came on and you went, oh, my gosh, we got this this truck building business, this gear business, and now there's an opportunity to share it with the world on television? Uh, Heavy D, how did this all happen with the TV show? The TV show was never it was never a target. It was never something that we said, we got to get a TV show. You know, we we our business, uh, the truck building business started to go viral on social media right around the time Duck Dynasty was a really big popular show and everybody always referred to it as how cool and crazy and awesome it was. I always looked at that as that's a world that I'll never be involved in. That's It's unique and interesting, but you know, I got to run my business. And so really what happened is we didn't realize that we were onto something until we started putting our content on social media. And uh, like I tell everybody yeah. all the time, we were in the right place at the right time. We were late 2012 right when Facebook was still trying to figure out how to throttle back what goes viral and what doesn't go viral. And we created this page based on, you know, the general interest, which we had, and we called it diesel trucks for sale. And it was intended to be just kind of like a forum to help us sell more trucks that we were building at the dealership. 
And we didn't always build trucks, but you know, sometimes we were just buying stuff from the auction, putting a quick, you know, spit shine on it and turning around and selling it. And that was our business. And so I thought, you know what, this Facebook yeah. page would be a great opportunity to just sell more inventory. And, you know, one night I went to bed with a thousand followers and I woke up to 10,000. And I thought, uh oh, what's, what's <laughs> happening here? And the next day I woke up to 20,000 yeah. and we realized, wow, we are, we are on fire. Something, something is unique here. And so that social yeah. media model is really what gave us a world stage and a platform to promote our business and what we do. And some of the viral, some of the stuff, when you do something, this is important for people to realize you don't know that you're doing something viral at the time you're doing it. And I, I know people are always right. out there trying to make viral videos. And I, I think there's probably, there's no, there's no worse way to use there's your no time. There's, yeah, there's, there's, no, yeah. there's no worse way to use your time <laughs> than trying to make viral videos yeah. because the, the harder you try, the less you're going to be successful with it. And so we didn't know at the time that we were doing this and a couple of videos went viral and they ended up putting us on Jay Leno and Jay Leno, that, you know, that, that segment went really well. And from there, Discovery started calling us. And the best part about that is we, we thought it was, you know, a scam. We thought, oh, somebody's trying to sell a TV show and they're going to try to get us to pay for it. And we're going to, you know, we're not interested. We're doing fine. We're doing well. And so we pushed them off for about a year until finally, you know, one of the Discovery guys actually got a hold of us and said, guys, like, we're, we're Discovery. We're not some talent agency. We're not somebody trying to sell you something. We want to buy a show about you and right. we really like you. And so, uh, you know, it was never intentional and it was something that we were very reluctant to pursue until, you know, we just, it was the right place at the right time. Yeah. Awesome story. I love it. I mean, it, without even trying to do it uh, or or trying to do something in a different way and it led to this. So Diesel, Dave, you ever thought you'd be on TV? You know, I didn't think I'd ever make past the social media scene. I mean, everybody seems to oh, yeah. <laughs> the 30 seconds of fame. And, but uh, I thought Jay Leno would be it. I thought I'd be on TV and have my bragging rights about the one time I was on TV and that was going to be it. So the fact that we got a show yeah. is pretty, very flattering, but very awesome. Extremely awesome. Kudos to you guys for making it happen and keeping it out there. That's the key because, you know, there's so many shows that come and go and so many kind of goofy shows on the air these days. Uh, I think the genuineness that you guys offer an audience that you are who you are. I can tell just talking to you guys, you're the real deal. Uh, nothing's really made up. It's just uh, you are who you are. So I love that. Keep being who you are and being genuine. I'd love to have a little bit of fun and talk about each of your first special cars or trucks or bikes. And what I'm talking about is the first vehicle you got that really had great meaning for you. So I'm going to start with you, Heavy D. I know you talked about that tractor experience, but what was the first car that you got your hands on that really had great meaning for you. Yeah, my very first vehicle when I was 16. So I came from a family that didn't have, you know, much money and my parents made it very clear to me that hey, we're not buying you a car. Like that's not that's not something that even if we had you know, the best part about my parents is even if they had the money they wouldn't have bought me a car. And that taught me uh-huh. from a very early age that if I want something, I got to figure out a way to get it. Now what they did tell me is, yeah. If you want to find a way to make this work, you can we will support you 100%. And so I think I was probably the first and only 16-year-old kid in my school that figured out how to get an auto loan. I think I was probably <laughs> 15 and a half when I applied for it. And so my cousin uh, had this awesome blue Jeep Cherokee uh, that she was willing to sell me. And my grandpa came in and said, hey, uh, I will pay for half if you can figure out a way to pay for the other half. And I, you know, he, he had money yeah. and he had the ability to, to pay for the whole thing. But what I love about these people in my life is they gave... They never made it easy for me. And they always, they always told me, 
you can do it. You're going to have to figure out a way to do it. And we're going to support you no matter what. So grandpa yeah. paid half. I went and got a loan for the other half and I got this awesome Jeep Cherokee that to me was like a brand new shining star. Like it, it might as well have been a yeah. 2019 Jeep to me at the time. It was just so perfect. And uh, the significance of that vehicle, man, it really changed my life, I think, because I was able to do some light modifications on it. I wrecked it uh, shortly after, you know, turning 16, doing something goofy and stupid, which, you know, at the time was terrifying, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So I was, uh, we were doing, uh, my other buddy had a vehicle and we were racing on the way home from school in a subdivision that was unfinished and the curbs were still about a foot high. And I still Uh, had not, I didn't have a ton of experience, you know, drifting and, you know, um, counter steering and and figuring out how to work out, you know, off-road driving. So I went into a turn way too fast, oversteered and hit the curb and it just bonked, just hit me right up on my side. And (laughs) my buddy, you know, flipped around, hooked the tow rope to it, put, you know, put me back on my wheels and tires. And luckily I was able to drive away, but, you know, I had to go home, explain to my parents why the whole side of my Uh, was smashed in. And it was, man, it was, it was brutal figuring out how to fix my Jeep with no money and without knowing anything about bodywork. And so that's my very first experience in buying used parts and sourcing a used window for a vehicle. And obviously that plays a big part in my business today of, you know, we reuse and recycle parts from all over the world. I had no idea when I was 16 years old that that one little experience was building a foundation for what my business would truly be. So that Jeep taught me a lot. Isn't it funny how experiences in life, when you look back, go, wow, that was preparing me for this. I had no idea at the time. Very great parents you had to uh, teach you the valuable lesson of hard work. Now, Diesel Dave, after that story from Heavy D, I wonder what are we going to get from you? So talk about that first special vehicle. Well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't have the gumption that Heavy D had, so I couldn't get an auto loan when I was 16. Me neither, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I waited until I was probably 18 and had a job and spent my first 500 bucks on a Chrysler Fifth Avenue. Ooh. About his grandma. Uptown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was looking good. <laughs> yeah. Cruising the streets of Farmington, <laughs> Utah. Everybody wanted to be me. But, uh,. <laughs> No, every, Rolling in style. Exactly. We all rode dirt bikes and, and all my buddies had trucks and I had this Chrysler Fifth Avenue and I wanted to fit in. So the first thing I did was take off all my doors to look like a Jeep, put construction netting in the side and then strap my dirt bike on the top. But yeah. uh, I think that nice. really opened opened my eyes to, hey, maybe I should get a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe that so. Was, that's okay. My first car was an old grandma car, too. So comfortable. Nice leather seats, good suspension, rear wheel drive. Yeah. You could spin donuts in the snow all day long. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I'd love for you guys to share what has you excited and fired up today. First and foremost, about Diesel Sellers, your business. Uh, awesome website. Cool stuff you're doing there. Uh, share with our listeners a lot more about what your business has to offer them. Start with you, Heavy D. You know, our business was born with no product or service to sell. And what I mean by that is the diesel seller's business. We built it based off of people being interested in trucks. And uh, for the first six months of the business, you know, first part of 2013, we had no product to sell. And we were like, well, we got to figure out a way to monetize this. Selling trucks is, was a completely separate side of the business from the diesel sellers, which is really, really, truly became kind of a marketing and entertainment business. That platform, Diesel Sellers, has continued to grow every single day since we launched it. And what it's done is it's given us a bunch of people 
that are really interested in the same stuff that we're interested in. And what we were tasked with was finding products and services to sell them. But the fun part about that is we don't have to, we're not limited to really anything. We're limited to our imagination. And so our business allows us to build cool products uh, such as, you know, we started with our apparel company. We, we made t-shirts, hats, that kind of stuff, which, you know, is fun. It's, it's really just kind of pays the bills and was that the whole purpose of it. But the fun stuff we've been able to develop was, you know, our own tire line, our own uh, parts and accessory lines for different vehicles. The tire line is something that is really, really fun. And it's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Basically, what we're able to do now is develop a product for the people that follow us and improve on products that we use every day, such as tires. We came up with a tire that had a, you know, a heavier duty rubber compound. They last longer on diesel trucks. And that was the business model. And fortunately, you know, the first year we launched that company, we did, I think it was like five or six million dollars in sales. And then we ran into a huge, we ran into a huge, you know, another learning experience in business, which is uh, trademarks and intellectual property. And we had to stop and make <laughs> yeah. another big pivot. But it's so cool because whatever we develop and create and throw in this pipeline of enthusiasts, nine times out of 10, it takes off and, and grows wings and becomes a, a product that we can sell or a new brand that we can create. So, you know, that's, that's yeah. what I'm excited about. Diesel Sellers gives us a platform to reach a worldwide audience to develop cool, unique, innovative parts, products, accessories, and services. And you, we've, got a, we've already got built-in customers. And we've got you know, the number one problem yeah. in the business pretty much already, I don't want to say solved, but we've got a great head start. Yeah. Uh, kudos to you. It's absolutely brilliant. And Diesel Dave, tell me about what has you excited about the Diesel Brothers television show and Discovery. Uh, what gets you fired up about this TV show and what you're sharing with your viewers? I think the thing that's got me most fired up and excited is with our business and with our platform that the show's given us, we have the ability to do some good in the world. Like you'll see on this show this season where we were able to help a family out that had a really bad experience camping here in Utah and uh, got picked on by a bully and we were able to grab their truck and build it up with the help of all the other guys in the whole community and being able to use our platform for good is what I'm pumped about. I mean, if we can somehow give back and make the world a better place, I think that's why we've kind of fell into the position we're in now. Wow. Nicely said and nicely done, by the way, too. I, that's that's really, really cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for both you guys. This tells our listeners a little bit of how you perceive yourself. I'll start with you, Heavy D. If you were a truck or a car or a bike or whatever it might be, something that rolls on rubber or flies through the air, what would you be and why? Man, I would be a giant ocean. <laughs> now, I think on this one, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a giant ocean vessel, you know, uh, you know, a, a giant uh, oh. crab ship or fishing ship or something that You're goes gonna out be and has crabs. the ability. The guy that hates crab. No, <laughs> I do hate crab. That is, I don't <laughs> like crabs. I'm not going to be a crab boat. I'm going to be anything but a crab boat. But I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated <laughs> with huge vessels. I'm fascinated with marine propulsion systems. I'm fascinated with you know, the ability for a, a ship to go through rough seas, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 foot swells, and then also have the ability to just yeah. cruise along in, in buttery smooth water. So, you know, I think okay. the reason I say that is because uh, a ship just keeps going, whether it's good weather yeah. or bad weather, they got to keep going. And, uh, you know, that's the way I kind of like to view my life is good or bad, we're going to keep pushing through. Nicely said. How about you, Diesel Dave? What are you going to be? 
Can it be one I make up in my mind that hasn't been invented yet? <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about you, buddy. Oh, well, it's going to be a mixture of a submarine spaceship that all looks like an El Camino. That is the most creative answer to that question I've ever heard. (laughs) Want to see the bottom of the ocean? Want to see all the sky and and space? Yeah, I want to look good like an El Camino. There you go. Nicely said. That is the most creative answer to that question I've heard. Well, guys, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah, and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. Okay, guys, we're back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. And we'll always start with Heavy D and then go into Diesel Dave. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy used parts instead of new parts. Put the hammer down. (laughs) There you go. All right. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over time? Heavy D? Oh, man. Uh, Take a lot of risks. Take risk after risk after risk. Yes. Uh, And even if you don't fully understand it, take it anyway. Love it. Diesel Dave. Hard work. Hard work and risk. I love it. That's why you guys are successful. Now, how about a resource? There are awesome resources these days. Your guys' business is one of them. Is there a resource that you tip into every day that you really enjoy, Heavy D? Yeah, I would say on the on the automotive and the rebuilding truck side, car-part.com. It's basically kind of a, a nationwide directory of used parts that you can find for vehicles that you're fixing or rebuilding. Nice. Diesel Dave. The fount of knowledge found only at Sparks Motor. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Is that go. me? Am I the fountain of knowledge? Yeah, he, you are the fountain of knowledge, dude. <laughs> That's where I like to go dipping is in the I fountain love, of knowledge. 
you're dipping, you might as well get wet. There you go. Okay, I'm going to wave my magic wand, and I'm going to let you guys have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased. Heavy D, who's it going to be? Henry Ford. Ah, yes. How about you, Diesel Dave? Rudolph Diesel. Rudolph Diesel. There you Dang, go. That was, a, that was a good one. That was a good one, yeah. How about books? Are you guys into reading books? And if so, is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? Heavy D? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm big into books as far as like audiobooks and, and also podcasts. You know, this is, this is completely outside uh, automotive. It's not really outside automotive. It's more life in general, but uh, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Amazing. Uh, Gary I would, yeah. I would, yeah, I would, I would suggest everybody get it and read it. Yeah. He just launched his own line of K Swiss shoes yesterday, too, by the way. He did. Uh, pretty Im- incredible guy. Yeah. Diesel Dave, how about you? I'm actually reading that crushing it as we speak. Well, not right now, but there you go. Yeah. Pay attention to the questions here, would you? <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a great book. Awesome. Well, I'll remind our listeners you can find links to all these awesome resources shared today. Buy the Diesel Brothers on their own webpage here at CarsYeah.com. Just type Diesel Brothers into this search bar on the Cars yeah website, and that page will pop up. All right, guys, we're almost done. We're down to the checkered flag. And this last question, it can be a bit of a doozy. Uh-oh. Today, I'm going to buy each of you a cool collector car, truck, vehicle. I don't care what it is. Something awesome. But here are the rules. You can only have this one in your garage. You can still have your daily driver, but this is your toy. You have to use it. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, but money is no object. I'm writing the check. So what's it going to be, Heavy D? I want a World War II half track. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Yeah, give me a half track. I mean, Very- it is the best vehicle for any application. Uh, they'll go anywhere, do anything. All right. They're cool as could be. I think I could do that for you. Diesel Dave, what am I buying you today? I'm a little nervous asking you this question. I'm going to buy a giant ocean vessel, park it in my garage. I can rub it in Dave's face, but I have him in my garage. Oh, come on. A giant ocean vessel? Like what? Like a, a big container ship or something? Or do you need a yacht? Well, I was going to say crab boat, but Dave doesn't want to be a crab boat. It's just whatever he wanted to become. No. I'm going to own it first. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he can come and visit. He can come and visit. You guys can sit on deck and have a drink together. That's well, listen, right. guys, you have taken me on a fun a fun ride today. I knew this would be enjoyable. I really want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars yeah audience. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance each of you could offer our listeners before you drive off into the sunset in that half track or park that ocean vessel in your garage? Heavy D, how about you? Some words of wisdom. Yeah. You know, biggest thing I would say is just don't get stuck doing something that you don't like. Make sure that whatever you're doing on a daily basis, especially for work, is something that you enjoy. And also be careful. Don't take that too far by making your hobby your work because then you could potentially get burnt out on it. Just make sure that, you know, every day you're growing, every day that you are learning something new. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. Just, just learn, learn, learn. And that's going to take the evolution of your career to, to ultimately where you want to be and what's going to make you the most happy. Well said. And how about you, Diesel Dave? Some pearls of wisdom? You know, just work hard, take risks, and let that diesel freedom ring. Got to make sure your garage there is you go. vessel, too. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Diesel Dave, how about diesel sellers? Diesel sellers or dieselpowergear.com. Look at us on social media. You'll get a good feel for everything we're about by going to any social media, Diesel Dave or Heavy D. 
All right, great. And uh, Heavy D, how about you for the Diesel Brothers TV show? What's the best way for our listeners to find you on Discovery? On Discovery Channel, you uh, just take a look every Monday night at 10 p.m. The new season is coming up here at the end of the month. And then uh, obviously just go to your DVR, type in Diesel Brothers, and it will you know capture and record any seasons that you may have missed. So there's always reruns playing in all sorts of different countries. So definitely go to Discovery or go to the Discovery Go app. Uh, they've got all the episodes yeah. on there. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by how much they learn from our show. So definitely go watch it. Absolutely. Listeners, I'll remind you, you can find everything on the Cars yeah website for these great two guys. CarsYeah.com. Just type Diesel Brothers in. Check out Discovery, the Diesel Brothers TV show. It is so cool. I think you're going to be surprised here. This is going to be a little different than you think it might be, even if you're not into big trucks. I think like me, you're going to find this to be a really delightful show. And check out their website, Diesel Sellers, S-E-L-L-E-R-Z is the way you spell that, dot .com, or just go to the Cars yeah website. Guys, thanks for taking some time out of your very busy schedule and being so generous today with me and for sharing your experiences. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you guys down the road. Thank All you right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? to design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage. It's where your dream garage comes true. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.